Essex dove at the same time Roland cried out. Her talon hooked into the sleeve of Connor's shirt. The fabric whipped, but not all the way. For an instant, Connor dangled precariously in midair. Grab him! Roland shouted. Abeka was the closest. She skidded to a crouch on the ledge, using one hand to securely grasp the stone battlement. Then she stretched her free arm out to grab Connor's sleeve. Essex flapped as close as she could, but with each movement, the fabric tore more, until nothing but a few dozen threads kept Connor from plummeting to the ground. Abeka finally seized Connor's sleeve. She tightened her fist around it and pulled him toward her. The boy groaned at the movement. His eyes opened for the first time. Initially, he looked disoriented. Then he glanced down and gasped. The threads of the fabric snapped. Connor fell. Abeka gritted her teeth and hung on tight. Connor slammed into the side of the wall, grunting in pain. Abeka hung desperately onto his sleeve, but she could feel her grip slipping. Just when she thought she could hold on no longer, Uraza stretched her neck out and seized Connor's arm in her mouth. She tugged, careful not to break Connor's skin with her teeth. Pull! Abeka shouted, working as one with Uraza. Connor looked up at her and used his other hand to grab her wrist. She clenched her jaw. Then Roland joined her in pulling Connor up, and together they dragged him back over the side of the tower. The three collapsed in a heap, right as two green cloaks came running. What's all this? It was Olven, and his eyebrows were furrowed. Abeka stayed where she sat, still trying to catch her breath. Beside her, Uraza blinked water out of her violet eyes and swished her tail. She seemed agitated, enough so that she actually growled at the green cloaks whenever they got too close to her. You tell us, Abeka finally said to Connor, who looked unsure of what had just happened himself. The side of his cheek that had slammed into the tower was already beginning to bruise. Roland leaned back and rubbed his shoulder. Yeah, what was that all about? Recreational attempt at flying? If you wanted to do that, you should have let Essex know ahead of time. Olvan turned his piercing eyes to Connor. You were climbing the battlement, boy. Connor didn't say a word. Abeka watched him carefully as he pulled himself into a sitting position and wiped the rain from his face. He seemed deep in thought. She couldn't guess what he was possibly thinking about, aside from having just narrowly escaped death. It took her a moment to see everything wrong with him. He looked particularly pale, and whether his hair was plastered to his face from rain or sweat, she couldn't tell. Dark circles rimmed the bottom of his eyes. Olvan helped him to his feet, threw his own cloak around Connor's shoulders, and guided him away from the battlement. He motioned for Rebecca and Roland to follow. Let's get you three out of the rain. This is no way to start a morning. An hour later, Abeka, Roland, and Connor were sitting in the dining hall in fresh, dry clothes, all wrapped in blankets and sipping hot porridge. Abeka's braids were still plastered to her scalp, matted down with rain. Steam rose from their heads. She sipped her breakfast gratefully, thinking that if only the porridge had a touch of Niloan spice in it, it could be the best thing she'd ever eaten in her life. Nearby, Roland was gulping his own porridge down, not even bothering with a spoon. It was the first time this week that Abeka had seen him with an appetite. Olven and Lenori sat nearby, 
as if they feared something else might happen if they left Connor alone. Connor just stirred his bowl of porridge. His eyes focused on nothing in particular, and Abeka thought she could hear him muttering under his breath. Brigan sat beside him with his muzzle in Connor's lap. Connor stroked his head absently. Abeka finally decided to break the silence. She nudged Connor. So, what happened up there? She asked him carefully. Sleepwalking? She didn't want to accuse him aloud of what she knew they all feared, that Maylin had sleepwalked too when Garathon controlled her through the bile. But Connor seemed to hear the concern in her voice. It's not that, he said, hesitating. At least, I don't think so. Connor stayed silent.